Well, cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Your freaking priorities. These kids. Yeah, the kids don't need your help. Come on. The podcast needs your help. That's right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, I should wear a white flowing shirt like Jerry did when he worked the phone bank in Seinfeld. <laughs> the celebrity. Do you remember that the episode? The puffy shirt? The puffy shirt. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I look like a pirate. I don't want to be a pirate. Who should I tag for our Oscar Blues? It, his name was uh, Kevin. Kevin at Oscar Blues. I'm not. Did you get a haircut? I you haircut since oh really? Year, <laughs> it looks good. I don't know if you have it gelled or uh, yeah. Maybe you got caught in the rain. In the wind, so he I wore a hat today. Wore a hat. Yeah. He wetted it down. That's water. That's pure. It's tamed. Chicago <laughs> Pure Chicago uh, water. Merchandise water. Mart water. Muddy Water <laughs> We joked yesterday In the room Deanne Dan. Well Mike. Should we save this We'll save this for a Transformation talk we'll Oh yeah we'll save for <laughs> Just start talking Jesus Fuck Well no but this is uh, You were out of the room And this is apropos To uh, something we will get to Eventually So we'll yes. save it for that It makes more sense In that context True John do you remember um, How you referred to like mom making you lunch so you, your mom makes you lunch and you bring your little uh yeah what, your little uh elmo elmo lunch. or spider-man yes 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 that that's awesome this morning my wife looked at me and went this is great both you and pete have hot lunch today so i don't have to make any lunches <laughs> 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 yeah so that's how she refers to wednesdays for me now is my hot lunch hot day. lunch <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's all right. That works for me. So uh, you're going to be a celebrity. I don't know if I'll be for the full podcast next week. I am answering phones at Chicago's main country music station as for they're doing a benefit for St. Jude's, which is a cancer house for kids. And I am a celebrity call bank. Operator. Oh, I do you, thought, do I you, thought you were the entire call bank. No, I think they're, I'm, I'm part of a uh, like like a like a swath of celebrities, you know. And I I was Sean saying I and six phones. There's yeah. only one man who has headset enough <laughs> to man all like, those. I know phones. a guy who could operate four <laughs> phone calls simultaneously. Can I bring him? Do you have cowboy boots and a hat yeah. you can wear? I should get like a cowboy outfit. I don't think I can pull off a. A cowboy hat. But, well, yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, I wonder, when he sent me this, he would like, it'd be a huge help, you know, if you could do this. I'm like, I wonder how many local celebrities turned him down <laughs> before he got to my name well, on it, the list. It's it's all right. I, I'm sure we're going to start late next week. Yeah. So if you're truly going to be back when you think you are, yeah. then I think that we'll be fine. Okay. Uh, we're probably going to have some special guests, and it's probably going to cool. run a little later than normal which is <coughs> fine. Um, so that's all good. Uh, we, we are the Worldwide IT Guys, and we are here for podcast number 64. And I'm Steve. I'm Dion. I am Dan. <laughs> John. This is Sean. Gavin. Ross. Leaving Elisa. Leaving Elisa. Leaving. <laughs> this is Elisa's last day before she goes off on her vacation and uh, trip home. South of the border, as it were, south of the equator. Um, yeah. So all good stuff. 
and we we've had a we've had a full week, so we I think we have a few we things. Have. It's Wednesday. I think we have a, <laughs> a few things that we can talk about. First of all, it was Thanksgiving last week. It um, sure was. Did everybody have a good Thanksgiving? It was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. I had a good one. You know what's funny is my family is so politically divided that on top of that we saw the Ohio State Michigan game. Oh my wife God. is from Michigan and Jesus. Ruth's from Michigan. So it was almost like everybody knew that any conversation down any of these things would be rabbit holes. My my wife is also very liberal. So everybody was like very uh, warm yet disciplined about <laughs> not bringing up any of this stuff. <laughs> so it was nice, you know, like yeah, there was no, no hot topics brought no up. No hot topics. So the football right. game, so so for, you know, for international listeners, which we have a few. Oh yeah, yeah. Um college football, this is a big deal, right? Yeah. Michigan and Ohio Ohio State, State Michigan and some and houses, yeah. I, yeah. So I am a fan of Ohio State. I am from Ohio, I used to watch Ohio State games all the time, and uh, for international listeners out there, they are, outside of, like, soccer hoodlums, probably the most annoying fan base, I would say, <laughs> in the world. Yikes. My father-in-law uh, had a heart attack. He basically died on the operating table. They brought him back to life, but he was in the hospital for, like, four months. But he's in Ohio State's hospital, so you have to go there and visit him, not knowing... If he's going to live, but you have to make your way through these drunk Ohio State fans. <laughs> and I remember it was the year they played Texas and like we're in we're looking for a parking spot. And this guy had Texas plates. And you're, this is a, ho- a world class hospital. And I see a guy shitting on the dude's foot <laughs> <laughs> as I'm going up to see my father in law. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, these goddamn fans. I mean, like, you know, I like the team, but like even the hospital parking lot, pal. You yeah, know, you really? Know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's an expression of life. You know? That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> um, Pretty ugly. So, so it took a lot of discipline for my Ohio State family to uh, I was gonna be on say, their best behavior. And the, the game was actually on the television. It was the on the television. Because this was, a, for, for like football people, this was a huge game. Yeah. And it was... It was a great game. It was a it great was game. Yeah, it was a lot Back of fun. and forth, yeah. overtime, I mean, insane kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't imagine how you survived yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was – yeah, we all had a fun time watching it. And oh, we, we had a good uh, – we, we successfully navigated those uh, treacherous waters, and it was fun. Excellent. Well, we had a far less um, <laughs> treacherous – Thanksgiving, yeah. but we did. We hosted some of our friends here. So, my family had oh, hey. Elisa and Ross out for Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and I get in like Monday this week, and the first thing out of Ross's mouth mouth is, "I have such a great Thanksgiving story." I'm like, "What happened? What did I miss? Do you have a good story that I missed?" Oh, it- it's actually about just uh, the Steve's dog. So, um, <laughs> hey <laughs> No, I mean, it, it was... I, I love Max. I, I got to say this. Yeah. So, we, we come there, and I mean, I knew Steve's dogs were going to be there. So, um, my girlfriend, who was with me at the time, starts petting Max. And Max goes on the floor. I, I have a picture of it. I'll share it with Dion. Maybe he can put it on social media. So, Max goes down on the floor and puts his head on her boot. And then he goes boot, on his boot with the yeah yeah boot. boot yes, and goes on his back and of course his manhood is up in the air, legs spread up in the air and all, all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah man. And she's petting him and he falls asleep. Nice. He does that. And just stays there. And I just grab a picture and we're all laughing. And that was that was my Thanksgiving that's story. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I have the greatest Thanksgiving Fucking story. Turkey, <laughs> curvy, oh, yeah. yeah hey. no problem. That's all Thanksgiving. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Who cares? It was a pretty boring Thanksgiving. What I told Ross when, when this was going on, and they were like, oh, my God, he fell asleep. I go, you know, I don't get the same reaction when I do that. I try that. <laughs> I lay there naked on the floor, and nobody rubs my stomach. <laughs> nobody cares. Everything's given. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I did warn everybody that I was playing the role of drunk uncle this week, this uh, Thanksgiving, and I stayed sane. I did not go there, but that was that was my goal was to lie naked on the floor until I realized I had guests in the house. So, did, did anybody else? You had a good uh, Thanksgiving, John. I did. I had a household of people, so it was it was fun. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to host the actual dinner. I just had to host people. Sleeping there for five days, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, my Who brother, did dinner? Uh, my sister's house down the oh, street. Oh, okay. But uh, if you want to get into family dynamics, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, my brother from Georgia was up, and uh, I was amazed that he is a extreme, you know, right wing person. I we mean, don't call him extreme. We, there's a term. Uh, yeah, for I'm this. sorry. He's he's a alt right. Alt right. Oh. He is. When, when the election was going on, he went out and got his carry permit so he can carry a gun. He went out and stocked up on all of his ammo. And I, I was like, I was shocked. I'm like, who are you that you want to carry a gun around now? Yeah. And, you know, stock up on ammo. But he wasn't at the rally in wherever it was in D.C. where the, no, the actual Nazis No, but, I mean, were. it's just he lives in the South. So, I mean, that just goes to show, you know, the different divides that we have in our country. Where does he live? Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. South of Atlanta? South of Atlanta. Yep. Fun. So, yeah, it was quite shocking. Fun. Well, I, I also understand Dion had a good Thanksgiving, but he's been awfully quiet. So I can't I wait know. to hear this. Do you have anything to share on Thanksgiving? No, nothing happened. Nothing? <laughs> he's been pitching this all week. Oh, stop what? it. Come on. No, so the... For loyal podcast listeners, if you remember, I have certain family members who I'm dying for them to get off their fucking Android phones and oh go to Oh, God, Apple. here we go. Oh, jeez, not again. However, <coughs> um, this Thanksgiving, so my wife and my daughter were sick. They had fevers, and they were sick, and they couldn't go to Thanksgiving, so it was just me who shows up for Thanksgiving. And I'm there, and we're having the dinner's great. She always does a great job. This is the first Thanksgiving without her mother. It's you know kind of sad and somber, and we're you know we're all kind of doing our thing. And then the the shots and drinks start pouring. <laughs> I saw a great picture. Is, is this we part do of it? we do we do an annual Thanksgiving Day picture um, after dinner. You know, when we start to pour the Grand Meunier, which is what my my grandmother's favorite sip of the, you know, shot was. Pour me a little Grand Meunier. Pour me a little Grand Meunier. Pour me a little more Grand Meunier. It was just an all night. It was pour me a little more. No, it's called a scotch. I want a scotch. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's the Naperville, uh, you know. (laughs) Oh, come on. uh, You know, west side of of things. But uh, (laughs) the south side is just pour me a little more. Pour me a little more. Um so, you know, we partake in that. We take a little Bailey's for, you know, those who aren't here. We take a little Grand Meunier for those who aren't here. And, you know, an hour later, here we go. Let's talk politics and religion. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, now we're all greased up. Here we go. So, but we take an annual picture. Literally, 
my uncle, um, you know, because when you're when you're preparing a, a you know, a, like an eight course meal for like, you know, anywhere between 15 and 25 people, there's just garbage. So they usually pull the garbage can up to the back door. They throw their, you know, their their stuff out and they leave it there. We go outside. We, we do all of our 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 dessert drinking and we take an, an annual picture on top of the garbage can around yeah. the garbage can did you guys see this <laughs> no it's an amazing picture that we do every year it's it's very Gather classy the garbage can it's, it's a very classy tradition. it's very classy we've got stogies Sean, I, and I'm whiskey at, or at this picture. and this cognac look, and this look like like my family where the, like the three people yeah. that might have a drink yeah go outside go hide somewhere Go around a garbage can and do have a your drink. do your thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, thanks to mobile phones and their amazing cameras, Androids and and Apples and everything that's Bite out your there. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Well, I, when I see the. I was looking now. at Dan when I said that. Um, but anyways, so yeah, we they capture the picture. We're out there. We're doing our thing, and then we yeah, go inside. Yeah, there's the recall. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you guys are gathered around this like it's a monument where like four states meet or something <laughs> like that. Like it's just this garbage <laughs> can. This. They're all yeah. It is it's uh, a pretty good photo. It's what we do. Maybe I'll share it. Oh, Maybe. That's awesome. Um so anyways, that's that's our dessert. We go inside, we start talking politics and religion. And the family who I'm like, get off this Android phone. Not only do we start talking about <laughs> politics and who they voted for, meanwhile, as we're talking who voted for Trump, which I was surprised, and what we were doing moving forward with my brother running for his political office. I have to fix every single Apple device in her house because nothing is syncing because she uses an Android phone and has iPads and Macs and all this other stuff. Yeah, so it's Android's I, fault that Apple so, is No, syncing. I agree. I agree. I agree. She loves her phone. It's Trump's fault. It's all right. We're going to make it great again. It'll be fine next but, year. Next year. But as I'm sitting here and and I and I'm driving, so at this point, I'm literally three coffees deep. Everybody else is three or four shots, drinks, beers, wines. You're drinking coffee, dude. And I'm like, all right, I got to drive home. I got lots to do. I got to fix computers. I'm waking <laughs> up. I'm sobering up, and everybody's not. They're going the other direction. Meanwhile, I find out that both of my aunt and uncle have voted for Trump. And my dad, the very liberal, anti-Trump person who's a few deep, and he's never a few deep. So for my dad to be a few deep, it's it's a it's an event. <laughs> Is like he I the shock on his face when they admit at the dinner table that they have both voted for Trump is just oh, like Oh dear. Wow. So, you know, geez, it's late. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm now I'm sobering up going. This is going to be a long night. Holy crap. Not only are these five thousand seven hundred and forty two pictures not going to sink while I'm here, <laughs> <laughs> but now I got to defend and moderate a political debate between my dad, his brother and and his his uh, um that, that's when you call your wife and just say, "I'm not going to come home tonight. I'm, yeah. I'm staying here." So, because this is getting good. No, but this this <laughs> is where it, this is actually where it gets good because I finally hear why, and and some of the statistics that I from what I heard on Meet the Press and what I've read on the on on different places, the internet, whatever, say there were a few demographics that really helped Trump win and get to where he is, and one of them was why is. 
fucking micro. IBM's calling me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put this on the air right now? This would be great. We're gonna go well, I live. missed it because they let it ring twice and then they fucking hang up. <laughs> we'll get back to that. In <laughs> but we'll get the transformation talk, talk in a minute. <laughs> Tried calling the customer, didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> didn't answer. Close the ticket. Close the ticket. Close the ticket. Meanwhile, <clears throat> they're not calling me again. So let me hurry up through Thanksgiving real quick. <laughs> real quick. Call back. Here's what happened before they call me back, and we got to put this on air. Um, so you you learned something in this is what I was hearing. He, here's what I've learned. Uh, one of the demographics was white suburban women voted for Trump, and that was a demographic that nobody thought was going to be as in Trump world as it was. It was a bigger demographic than everybody thought it would be. Was it my, my aunt? Was it your experience, white suburban? Well, women? no. You know what they found out is, I, and, yes, fifty three percent. It was, yeah. it, but it, Trump, it, my it, sister. It, it yeah. was usually oh, off education level. They they found that. White suburban women without a college degree voted for Trump at like an 80% clip. Yeah. Hmm. So demographic check off. Yes, yes. that's my aunt. Um, and, and, and the reason why she did, and this is, I think, the overall consensus of why most people voted for Trump was there was something that happened in the past four years that they didn't like and they needed uh, somebody knew who wasn't going to let that happen again. Obama's and uh, again, it was it was just pick pick whatever the thing is that you didn't like about the past four years, and that's the thing that didn't happen. Her mother lost some sort of health insurance, and um, the refugees from Syria are taking all of that away from her. This leads into our Facebook news, and yeah. that's why she voted for Trump. My uncle, meanwhile, says. Um, so-and-sos are taking our jobs and this and that, and it's every single thing you've ever read on the internet about what they think is happening, therefore Trump's going to fix it because only he can fix it. Because he said so. Because he yeah. said so. And... A wall should help. But, so, so I'm like, I'm not even, I'm just engaging in the fact that this is what you believe, that's fine, whatever. My brother is a trustee for uh, a city in the, in the south suburbs of Chicago, and he's up for re-election. And my dad then, my dad's already just like barely hanging on to his sanity at this point, <laughs> goes and says, Can only imagine so answer. you're going to vote for your nephew in April? And they said, yeah, because he's my nephew. And then I uh -oh. perfect, engage because now... This is different than what we're talking about. This isn't a, I don't like what's happening. I want change. I want to throw the, the Molotov cocktail into the political party and the, and the federal and the executive. And, and let's just move forward with that. I don't, you know, whatever. Now you're talking about, well, I'm only voting for my nephew because he's my nephew. Hmm. And I'm not happy with that answer. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You're gonna vote yeah. for this asshole? Yeah. <laughs> because but wait, he goes against everything you stand for. <laughs> He's pro NAFTA. So, so at this point, at this point, I start I start questioning what their political beliefs are because I'm basically saying the reason why you vote for somebody in politics is because you believe they're gonna vote in your best interest, and that's the person you want to put in yeah. power oh, who's gonna represent you. So if you don't think that your own nephew represents the same qualities and beliefs and opinions that you want portrayed in just your local yeah. community, then what's going on here? And they're like, well, and, and we got really deep at that point. And I started making some points and it got uncomfortable. 
and <laughs> I'm like, they didn't agree they were points. <laughs> well, yeah, it was basically like, all right, so I'm sorry I made you think about where you actually stand on some of these issues, why you voted the way you were, why Syrian refugees most likely are mostly women and children and they're not the fucking terrorists you think they are and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) And I start quoting statistics and I start quoting actual facts and everybody around this table is just blown away by the fact that now I've actually brought facts to the table and there's truth, and it isn't a fucking Facebook news article that may or may not be true. Uh, now we spin right into well, Facebook. we'll go. Yeah, I'm segueing. You're welcome. But this is this is what's happened, right? So I'm like, listen. So I've read some statistics. I've seen some things on Meet the Press, and here, from my knowledge, here's what's actually happening. And for the fact that you wouldn't actually vote for somebody because you believe this, and only because of that, I lit up the whole table. And at the end of the discussion, my aunt and uncle are kind of quiet and somber, and they're like, oh, shit, whatever. And my dad's sitting there going, if you need money to run for political <laughs> office. <laughs> well, we've also learned that you I've got money for you to run yeah. for political cannot, office. Like, like my lose. dad is ready to vote for me into, into Congress <laughs> at this point. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. This is probably the most supportive you've ever been of me in probably 10 years. But <laughs> You wouldn't pay for my I really college. Feel well. <laughs> I really feel good at this point. Thank you. Can I throw in an inside joke? You're Thank already you. the, the mayor of New Lenox. So. I am. <laughs> yes. Yes. Podcast at some point, might not get that, but. At some point yeah. I will become mayor of New Lenox. But yeah. um, this was this was my Thanksgiving at, around my table. And, it was, you know, despite ha- not having half my family there because they were all sick, um, we we had this interesting conversation. We delve right into politics and religion, and it was very. And anyways. I thought the best thing I heard was, uh, you know, somebody basically saying, first person that brings up politics or religion at the table, you guys are doing dishes, so everybody just yeah. shut up, <laughs> just move on, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least you're getting the beers. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Speaking of beers, can you bring in the beer of the week? <laughs> Do we have a beer of the week? I, I do think it's like an interesting thing, though. It's almost like like I think it's kind of a more modern thing where it's like there are kind of ideological purity tests that people have. And because there used to be a lot more like mixed ticket voting back in the day. And I feel oh, like yeah. that's kind of not really uh, a thing anymore. Um, and I don't know if that's better or worse, but it's okay. definitely worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it makes our political system more oppositional, you it's know, tribalism. Be, be, it's football. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, it's a hundred percent worse. You know, I, I feel we can't get anything done anymore, and both both parties are to blame for that because both the, like if one party brings it to the table, the other party will say no. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, but I I definitely think it's much much worse. Well, you and know? you know, if if the best thing that comes out of this whole experience is a little bit of a weakening of the two party system, yeah, that wouldn't be such a bad do thing. It. No, absolutely, it'd be great. I I think it it's tough to do that in our electoral system i feel but i i agree that would be it would be great yeah yeah, yeah i mean look really... look i was gonna say just look at our own state this past week mm-hmm. yesterday uh madigan just didn't show up for meetings because oh, really? he, he doesn't want to go i mean he just he doesn't have any other appointments he's just staying in his, he's staying in his office he's locking himself down in his in his office because he does not want to meet with the other party I for turned on an AM. He's like the head of the state uh, yeah. rep representatives. Or right. He's like one yeah. of the big power players. He's, yeah. probably, he's usually considered to be the most powerful man in Illinois, even more powerful than the governor, even though on paper Yeah, well, because he's been in power for so long. He's made so many deals with so many people. But what the, I found interesting was, I, so I, in my in my morning commute, in my seven-minute commute to the train, I usually have either ESPN Mike and Mike on or some random AM station. And then when I got my car 
was, I don't know if it was yesterday or this morning, they were basically like, so, and, and the first thing I hear is, so what I need everybody to do who's listening to this station is you got to call Michael Madigan's office and you ask him <laughs> why he's not showing up to meetings today. And his number is <laughs> 708, blah, 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 da, da, da. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Michael, Jesus why are you Christ. showing He's like, oh, I got to call. Everybody <laughs> needs to call. And then it was like, <laughs> and it was that? like, make sure you're nice. Don't be a jerk. Because the person who's taking the message is going to be nice to you. Make sure you're nice, but make sure you ask why he's not showing up to these meetings. And I was like, oh, my God. That's okay. funny. All right. I just want to hear about. Well, that's an interesting thing. You so know, with the, uh, so anyways. With, with the you know, pushback on, on Trump's, some of Trump's decisions so far and the fact that certain people, Stephen Bannon, that are notable um, Nazis. <laughs> I didn't know how to put it, but thank but you, thank Dan, perfect, for Dan. putting Boom. a point on it. No, Boom. Notable uh, racist-type <laughs> thinking, etc. So, yes, Nazi or whatever. That Don't send an email. Don't send, uh, like, don't letter write. Don't do any of this stuff. Literally make phone calls. Phone calls are the way to... I, I didn't realize that this was the way to actually yeah. get through to these people was by the phone is the way that they feel like oh our phones are ringing off the hook right this is a big deal mm -hmm. and that matters that gets through to certain congressmen etc um so I, I just didn't realize that i was like yeah eh, email works <laughs> it's easy for yeah, me yeah 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 that's funny because like a <laughs> hundred thousand people can sign a change.org petition but it's like 200 like you know either side if it's like the family research council yeah. saw something bad on tv and they get like you know 100 200 phone calls it's like holy shit we got to change something right now or whatever right. it is the the petitions that worthless yeah mm -hmm. absolutely worthless i mean how did uh south what what country just got their like uh president to resign was it south korea Oh, South Korea. Did, oh, did she, she finally resign? I, I think, there. yeah, they, they, she finally did resign, or she said she's going to resign. Well, they were having nonstop uh, protests. So there we go. That's what you need like, to do. Gum, yeah, you, but the thing is, like, you have to, like, totally gum up the works for yeah. it to be, yeah. uh, you know, Martin Luther talked, Martin Luther King Jr. talked about that. He called it economic withdrawal. That's the only way protest works. Is that if the system starts losing money, it's the only time they really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And he's right, you know, because I mean, yeah. they don't care. Well, we how had much this conversation about uh, about you know Facebook's role mm -hmm. in fake news. Yeah. So fake news has become you know a big conversation point. And what Zuckerberg came out and said, "Oh no, we're we're going to put somebody something in place to." Like an ombudsman or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to manage this yeah. for you. And the question was raised by Gavin, is that their role? Should they be doing that? What's what's the I, platform's role in this? See, it's not going to solve the problem people are complaining about. I, I think the problem that they're addressing, I think they have every right to do, which is that a, a website is misrepresenting what it is. You know, so like these are they said they're only going to stop websites that claim to be like a newspaper from a city that are not, you know. So what these websites are just going to do is because I think this is a problem that cannot be solved. And I, and I think it's a, a, I think it's a catastrophic problem for our democracy. I really do believe that. But I, I think what will happen is these these humans, we want our our ideas to be confirmed. You know, they, they call it, you know, what do they call it? Bias confirmation. Like we want mm. to hear we're right. Yeah. So these websites, instead of saying we're the you you're know, right, Sean. Were the, yeah. <laughs> I'm supportive. 
instead of saying that they're the Denver Gazette and putting fake news up there, even though they're just a guy's blog, they're just going to rename themselves to like the truth report. Right. And then they won't be filtered by Facebook because they're not, you know, like Facebook, Facebook will never stop an idea because they know that these users are addicted to them, you know, so they're not, now they will stop misrepresentation, but all that's going to do is that these, these sites, these sites, I think will eventually figure out, wait, wait, why are we misrepresenting ourselves as an actual newspaper? These people don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They just want to hear that they're right. Like, so let's just rename it. And that, and so, you know, the conversation from my perspective, what I was hearing was, you know, there's an uproar at the moment minor Mm -hmm. but an uproar of sorts about fake news yeah and so facebook is making a statement that we're going to do something knowing that i think they know that they're not really going to influence the reality of what's going on but they want to make sure that their constituents their customers Mm -hmm. feel like facebook's taking care of me Mm -hmm. facebook's Mm going to protect me it's fine Mm mm-hmm and so they'll put some things in place that will do what you're describing and make these people actually just rename yeah. what they're doing and present themselves a little bit more honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's still going to deliver the, you know. It's going to deliver the same bullshit yeah, to the yeah. same people that want to read it. And so absolutely. so will, will Twitter block 75% of Trump's tweets? Because <laughs> it's pretty much bullshit. I no, mean, no, it's, no, oh, it's fake news. isn't the problem. It's fake news. But But he's not saying... I am the Surgeon General. He's saying I am the President-elect, and this is what I think. And he's not lying, so he's fine. I mean, he's lying. The, the facts are lying, but he yeah. is who he is, saying what he's I, saying. There was um, a New York. Wrong with there's that. a fascinating New York Times article from last week about Florida voters who are dependent upon Obamacare who voted for Trump. And uh, they they interview this one lady who drives a tour <laughs> bus part time, and she has Crohn's disease. And she she talks about how she could never get insurance before Obamacare. And they're like, well, why'd you vote for Trump? They're like, ah, we need somebody to shake up the system. You know. <laughs> yep. and, and to me, it's so disheartening yeah. because well, I, really I think shakes up your system. We live in like basically a, a post truth society now, where I, I think everyone's wondering, like all these liberals are saying, well, how is Obama or how is Trump really going to get it get rid of it? Because twenty million people are dependent on it. It's like, well, those 20 million people don't even know Obama helped them. That's how fucking stupid we are as a country. So you can get rid of it. You're presuming that the average voter is smart enough. Trump's going to say, oh, I I, I covered more people. And people will believe it even though they lost their – I believe believe we have become so stupid. I I think one of the fascinating things about the Russians – and I'll I'll get off this point after this, but – Rant, go, go, go. When I was growing up, I was told that the reason we have such a great highway system is because – the generals under Eisenhower said we needed a good uh, federal highway system in case there were ever a nuclear holocaust. You know, in certain cities were lost. I don't know if that's true, but it's that was so the explanation. Could, and, and most of it's straight, so you can so you could get out. Yeah. yeah, you could leave a city quickly. That's what I, I was told. Yeah. And then I, I was told it's also one of the reasons why the electrical grid became redundant. You know, because electrical grid used to not be redundant. And we're I love that you know Russia sort of realized like, you know, we spent all this money like like building our infrastructure so Russia couldn't beat us. And Russia's like, well, you know what? They're still idiots. <laughs> Let's just manipulate them. <laughs> like, why, why, why try to fight them when we could just like make a moron president? And it's like I actually feel our level of stupidity is a national security risk. When you add up like global warming, like, I, I feel we are so stupid well, yeah, that we but, are insecure. And yeah. look who he's appointed for Secretary of Education. A pyramid scheme leader. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the dumbest job you could possibly get is employee two million in a pyramid scheme. I didn't know this was what this oh, person Devo- yeah. uh, DeVos, is DeVos, that their name? Yeah, yeah uh-huh. they're, they're the founder. She's the DeVos, daughter uh, of the founder Amway. of Amway. <laughs> Amway. The, the pyramid scheme. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, she's the daughter of the founder of Amway. Teach wow. our kids how to become Teach our kids how to be good entrepreneurs. Yeah. A pyramid scheme. They're going to be great at geometry. <laughs> They'll only learn the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> what other shapes do you need? The pyramid is the foundation. Trump University will be so what strong. It's, so great. it's eight levels deep until you reach all the population of America. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, of the world. So I, I have a question, I guess, for the group and like kind of a point that Sean brought up is like we're because we're we're so bad at democracy and we're we're so stupid when you need an informed public. Like there was this interesting Bloomberg article that I read that talked about Donald Trump being the first post literate president and how you know basically this post literate president post literate oh. that America dichotomy, doesn't read anymore. Right. Between yeah. literacy and they, I think they called it orality, and I might be getting that mm-hmm. word wrong, but basically, orality yeah. d- uh, being like everything that's, um, you know, uh, trumped up, everything that's like uh, like how substantive, your, uh, right? Yeah. And, and there's like actually like you know oral formulas to how you talk, and you re- repeat things in patterns. Like you know, we're going to have a great highway system because it's going to be great, and I yeah. said it's going to be great, so it's going to be great. Like yeah. these redundant things versus like kind of literacy being like this really analytical thinking, and uh, and then people were kind of tying that into like. In, in a way kind of blaming like Silicon Valley created this great you know system where everyone can talk to each other now and everyone was like oh this is gonna be amazing for democracy well and look where it's gotten us like so uh, do you guys see those as like related like is this an outcome of like is this an outcome of Silicon Valley do they have some type of all these people who are creating these applications and platforms like kind of back to do they have a responsibility for this whole well, mess of democracy well, it's interesting because too? you know like Twitter became a tool for the the sort of oppressed world mm-hmm. to have a voice and to organize and to overcome some of their oppression in third world countries, right? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. in dictatorship worlds. Um, and is it having the converse effect, is what you're saying, on the, the world that was more democratic and has actually brought voice to the idiots Right. So well, I, kind of I like agree. equilibrium, <laughs> like people who are oppressed, like run by really shitty elites and us run by probably better off elites. And then we're kind of like, you know, they're getting a little bit better. We're getting a little bit worse. Yeah. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah. Well, I think it's it's all based on like what trends and what trends in a third world country. It's like life and death, exciting yeah. stories, you know, like like things that really matter. But what trends in a functioning like Western democracy gossip and bullshit yeah you, you know because like 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 the really important stuff has sort of been handled for generations yep. you know yeah it's a luxury yeah um I, yeah i think silicon valley adds on to it i don't know if they'll ever do anything about it but like like trump is good for twitter he's good for facebook he's good for websites you know i, I mean he he churns the news cycle every hour yeah, yep, but right. he doesn't want any actual reporters anywhere near no, he, anything he's he bad ever for fucking does. He's, he's, he's bad for smart Don't media. ever report anything I actually ever do. As a matter of fact, we're not going to have any press conferences. And I'm don't. never going to say anything. And and the White House news correspondents, you guys might want to just find another job because you're never going to find out you're anything gonna, I, he I'm going to fucking talk about. He, just he hasn't tweets. done a press conference in like tweets. three months. Don't expose my multiple chins either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was in grade school reading about I don't. You guys probably were taught that I was taught that the 
like the what started presidential debates was one of the most famous debates, and it was uh, the Cross of Gold speech, which was hmm. uh, Brian's, I think, in Grover, Cleveland. But this is how smart we used I to be. I slept through that the, semester. Well, the, the Cross of Gold was <laughs> that one, yeah, yeah, he he didn't want the gold currency. Grover Cleveland did. And he said the gold will, will, will be nailed to a cross of gold and will die. And uh, <laughs> the, the voters were all like, this is the issue. Like, they, they listened to it. I mean, think of how smart we were back then versus now. Yeah. yeah. That we were having monetary, like, actual. Gold and I'm not even just talking currency. about general macroeconomic talks. Like, you're, they're getting into the minutia of, like, what backs your currency, you know. And uh, <laughs> Wow. Now you have people yeah. just and, you and know Nixon, and Nixon lost to Kennedy because he was sweating on uh, <laughs> yeah. television. I, I was actually talking to Dan about something very similar to this, uh, like when we were coming back from lunch. Um, when I came from Serbia here, I kind of expected people to be smarter because <laughs> I'm really sorry. Fuck you, Ross. No, no I'm, I'm hey, being serious. <laughs> Those are our citizens. You're no, fired. <laughs> And, I'm being serious and, right and now. And it wasn't about me. Trump's not going to let you back <laughs> in. It wasn't, it wasn't about America. Like that, okay? It was So the country's better, right? So the people have to be smart. Yeah, I see what you right? mean. That, yeah. that was, that was my, my, my expect, expectation of the United States, yeah. right? I'm coming to a country that's better off, that's the, well, financial, financially USA. and economically USA. the best country USA. in the world. So the people have, have to be smarter. And my <laughs> shock when I realized that the people were absolutely the same like i was recognizing the same idiots all over yeah, yeah. and over and over and i don't think that people are actually smarter or stupider i just think that what you were saying the silicon valley actually allowed more people more people are engaged so currently i think it's a bad thing because we're getting hit by the stupid but in the long run i think it's a good thing because more people are going to get smart if you well, we're like yeah. we're going to become literate in this new media landscape. I don't know exactly. Really. Like and you have to. I have my doubts. You but. have to expose people to new things, and I think that overall we're going to become smarter as a society and as not just as the United States, but so as humankind. So young, so dumb. Overall, <laughs> I I hope that's true. Yeah. I I hope we become smarter. I don't know. I mean, a lot of I, people I, I know. I, I will support that thought. Yeah. The problem is. There will be this dip, right? Yeah. So I think, I think we're going through a lull. We we hit, and I'm gonna you know go out on the limb here. I I think, I I think President Obama will go down in history as probably one of the best presidents top that we had. Okay, Absolutely. he's I in that agree. top echelon yep. of presidential leaders. Um, who could have done so much more? He could have done a lot more, um, but I I truly believe that he oh. is a smart guy. He is a capable guy, and what he was struck up against was a Congress that was dead set against working together, mm -hmm. and that's my opinion about that whole thing. And it, it, you put him in that if you buy into what I just said, and many may not, but if you buy into that. Um, what we're now seeing is a complete dive intellectually. We are taking a complete dive into the gutter of what a political leader could be. Oh, yeah. And that that juxtaposition is is going to bring us back to something a little bit more in the middle. 
it's going to bring us back and it's going to bring up so instead of polarized on you know liberal conservative values will be polarized on intellectual yeah um anti-intellectual yeah <laughs> yeah well that, that's what 538 538 did an analysis of the vote and they said the the biggest prediction predictor in in how you voted was your education level yeah so the, that was the pendulum swing that was what yeah. just swung this year yeah, yeah. and you know uh, from my early days as a voter who didn't really understand anything that was going on um the educational system and addressing the country's educational uh, shortcomings has been on an agenda forever from my perspective forever it it hasn't in recent years but it was always a conversation from the 80s through the 90s mm-hmm. and then it kind of dropped and it was all about you know economics but Addressing our education system is something that is is a struggle for us. And, you know, we're talking about it. Yes, we're talking about it at the at the college level. But for decades, we talked about it at the literal at the public school level. How do we save our public schools and address? Mm -hmm. Isn't it true that we let a small group of Texas Bible Belt. Bible thumping commission pick the textbooks for the entire country yep. isn't that still true still true right now uh, i'm sure there's it was a, a there's a group of people and, and, in and texas I, that yeah. get to pick all the books that that and um, how, are how read is this in I, I don't think they do it at a national i know for certain they don't oh, do the, i think the they books do in oak park um <clears throat> it's a national they, public they probably school. have uh yeah I, i'm sure there's ways you can opt in and in, in out but yeah I, I have heard that that they have an undue influence and there are these crazy, you know, people will run for board of education, which I, I don't know if that should be an elected position or not, because in some cities they're like, my whole platform, I don't believe in evolution. <laughs> and I want to teach your kids, you know, and it's like, what? I mean, this asshole's position yeah. is denying, pro- like, the theory of evolution, basically, everything in science, at least in, in uh, biology, stems from that. <laughs> Like you're throwing everything out the window <laughs> if you don't believe in evolution. You know, I mean, it's like saying you don't believe in numbers or trying to teach math or something. But I mean, but they are essentially rewriting history and like saying things like, you know, Thomas Jefferson was a great guy and he didn't own slaves. Or oh he, yeah, yeah. They completely admit that. And I'm sorry, Thomas Jefferson procreated with some of his slaves. So yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they sort of whitewash. Literally whitewash. Whitewash. <laughs> yeah, yes. you know, that's uh, the best term. Uh, <laughs> to history. <put> a <laughs> counterpoint, like sometimes I wonder though if like, like that makes sense. Like, if you're basically rejecting the scientific method at an early age, like that's probably your ability to think rationally or you know your rational development is probably going to be delayed a bit. But sometimes mm-hmm. I do wonder, like, I do wonder about the higher education. Like, you know, would it be just as good to have like better civic education at younger ages i know they do some of it but like i feel like not nearly enough but they can't even talk about that stuff so they can't the public schools are are you're talking about in these areas where somebody like yeah right so so the fact that you know a creationist is Mm -hmm. saying you know certain things about history and it doesn't include jesus christ and whatever and you know how the earth was actually created as opposed to going to a public school or going to a Catholic school or getting higher education and then teaching you about 
real science and real things and not that Adam and Eve created this earth and how the Big Bang actually happened and how they're recreating it and wherever and so Does on. Does the Bible say yeah. Adam so, and Eve created the I, earth? I mean, I think, but I think like, all those things are... There, really there's good, a difference, like, right? Like, yeah. And, and where, where are you taught that? Are you taught that in Basketball, public school, or grade or school? Or do you actually finally but, learn that in high school, public school, or are you actually taught that in college? Where Where is the point at which you think you've learned that, oh, okay, maybe Adam and Eve is 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 more of a uh, right and I, and I think those things inform your your outlook on life in general and give you like a good foundation for things but i was thinking like specifically like here's your course like you have to take like two four full years of here's how you be a fucking civi- uh, civilian in a democracy you know like these are your responsibilities here's how government functions like you have to know these things you have to do these things that's seventh grade and have to weigh these things out that's, that's, that's one year that's it yeah. <laughs> Take care i of have it. a buddy I don't so, know. if i could so, tell a quick story on, on just what it's like to grow up as a smart kid in those areas i have a buddy wow he's a, he's a great comedian his name is Jared Logan, and he has this great story. He's where, a smart kid. He ended up as a comedian. Well, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he grew up in a super Bible Belt, <laughs> southwest Virginia town. Everyone was Pentecostal, and uh, they taught Adam and Eve in his public school, you know. And he remembers they were talking. One day somebody asked, like, what happened to the dinosaurs? And they're like, well, the dinosaurs, uh, they couldn't get on Noah's uh, ark. <laughs> And that is what some creationists oh, believe. Yeah, and, yeah. and Jared, my serious? buddy, raises his hands and goes, what about the plebeosaurus? It could swim. <laughs> <laughs> and only scientists feel need to breathe once every 50 days. <laughs> and she goes, Jared, you're not to ask any more questions this year. <laughs> Shut up. That's how his teacher dealt with it. Shut <laughs> up. That is how his teacher dealt with it. She's like, you quit asking questions. Almost like, like, oh, or you're going to start making me ask questions. Yeah, that really does sound like a Flannery kid, though. Yeah. Like, one of your boys definitely sounds like they could answer that question or raise it. Um, and, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and I think that's, they'll try and tell you not to ask so many questions if you're in that sort of. Uh, stop asking questions. Yeah, Love stop it. asking questions. I mean, and that is, at that at the core, I mean, the, the scientific method is all about just ask more questions yeah yeah challenge that challenge yeah. that thought what's wrong with that thought yeah i don't know you ask the questions and then let's sort it out let's find Raise the a hypothesis and yeah. try and prove it right <sighs> but anyway uh, uh, i think we almost solved democracy i think we're pretty close i thought we were solving life just you know we got it through democracy don't ask questions Adam 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 created the keep earth, your head down right keep your head down yeah <laughs> We have so much to cover. Let's move on. Keep your head down. Hey, guys, this don't worry. When the polar here. ice caps ma- melt, somebody's going to build a big arc. That's right. <laughs> I, I am totally ready to move on. I saw Doctor Strange talking about Boom, this. Doctor Strange. Too. Me too. I, I saw that. All right. Weekend. All right. Who uh, Raise your hand if you liked it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, liked I did it. like it. I, like I took, it. I took my kids. They liked it more than me, but uh, I did like it. I thought it was very good. I thought it had a little bit of the um, inception feeling and that we're going to cool. do a little bit of oh, blow your mind. Did, blow yeah. your mind. <laughs> but um, especially with the buildings like folding in on each other and stuff. I'm not ruining anything here. Like it's just a lot of that. Yeah. It, was, it was very – it was a little trippy. Like I feel like – It was a visual feast. If somebody had part taken and i don't usually except for a beer or two before a movie something else they may have enjoyed it a little bit more than i that's a very very dad uh, review it like oh man if you were on grass that'd be a hell of a movie dude if you were fucking high that (laughs) shit would have been amazing but i was only a beer deep i was a beer deep and i enjoyed it but if you were high that would have been amazing so that's my review uh that's my real guy take on that movie um but i you know as far as it fits into the marvel universe 
Magic always fucks shit up in comic books. That's all I got to say. From Superman to Marvel to anywhere you go, Doctor Strange is going to be like, It's an X Factor. It's an X Factor. And you introduce a whole bunch of things where you're like, well, shit. Okay, aliens are invading Earth. Why doesn't Doctor Strange just fucking blink them all into a fucking other reality and just call it a day? Okay, he can fix shit in like three seconds. Do you mean like in a cheap way or like in a cool way? I mean it in in a cheap way in that if you introduce something like Doctor Strange, you mess up. And, and how are they going to incorporate him? Yeah. So at the end of that movie, yeah. there are a couple of teases, and I believe one of them is a tease of him well, appearing in another show, which mm. Dion will yeah. tell us the details of it, Another, mo- the next version of Thor or whatever, and then they tease the next version of the Doctor Strange th- series, uh, as they do at the end of you know Marvel films, so I'm I, I the Thor s- movie looks great though. I see what Dion's talking about, like Thor, who's a god, right? You know, yeah. You're dealing yeah. with that. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and but they address Thor. <laughs> in, I, I feel like they it, address Thor in a real, uh, like a, a legitimate way. In that they're like, okay, so we got like Tony Stark, who's a genius, and he's got toys, and like he can fight villains and evils on Earth, right? Wait, you just introduced a god who can't be fucking killed in any way? How do we even deal I, with I that? I think they, I think they're very that they dealt I with that. Okay, your point that like right? it, you know, it, it creates a plot issue when you sort of introduce this trump card. But uh, the other thing is they're really good at just ignoring that. Like, like if you really look at the Avengers, everyone would be like, "Well, why is this fucking?" bow and arrow guy on the team why does it Hulk just destroy oh Hawkeye everything? you'll know, never really you never you always get shit stuff. Hawkeye yeah. sorry Hawkeye I mean, it, like sorry. he doesn't even use a gun you know and and there's always what well, I always hate the this lasers eyes every, Marvel goes over the top to like try and deal with this issue because there's always a scene in every one of these movies where like the least powerful guy does some weird challenge that only his bow and arrow could fit through and he's like that's why <laughs> I'm on the team, and it's like, well, the Hulk could have just destroyed them all. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, so I, I feel like I see what you're saying, where like Doctor Strange could like blink and they're gone, but like they won't do that because they they always they'll, there's yeah, a tacit they'll come up with a plot device where he can't do his magic or you know like some ag- other agrees. god is yeah, t- but tied him up. but it is a how it blends will be interesting it to will, watch. Yeah. And he was kind of like a minor character, right? Like I vaguely remember him from Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. No, he he he's pretty major. He has his own series, oh, okay. and I, I mean, my he's not like a pop culture icon to the level of like Spider Man and so on. But he's been around since the '60s and like in circulation the whole time. There's, cool. I think most of most of his um, success comes in the crossovers, though, where he is a character yeah. in a Spider Man thing. He he meets Captain America. Like, there's always a villain that some hero that you and I read constantly or know about that's how it crosses over so Doctor Strange is one of those guys which which again which is why I'm like oh magic messes everything up because you're (laughs) like all right, listen I know some guys got some fucking burnt red skull and he's gonna fight Captain America and they got some serum and shit but now you just introduce magic and now you need to call on some like hocus pocus shit he's gotta come in and like mystically do all this the movie is great in that you dive into that world and you're immersed and you're like, ah, oh, this is really cool it, and it's it visually great its and it point? works great. Then you say, okay, but the Avengers and Hulk and Iron Man and Captain America, here's here's Doctor Strange and he's got magical ways to fix things. And you're like, well, why doesn't he just fix everything for at, me then? At the risk of extending so, this too often. We're, yeah, I know. It's like, way too long. We're going I, deep. I, I, Sorry, I, I, John. Sorry. 
It Sorry. Is, they do do this sometimes where they introduce somebody who's just too undefeatable. And, like, it, it just – they have to – like, the best example of that, if you're really into comic books, is there's a guy in the DC world, a villain called Mr. Missileplex. Oh, yeah. Missileplex. And he's, he is oh, – he is beyond – he's an omniscient god that can do anything with his mind. Anything he wants. Like, he could just he – could, he can evaporate you. He can he – can, uh, Erase the entire cap. earth from existence. And the only way he can be defeated yes. is if you get him to say his name backwards three like, times. Ridiculous. <laughs> and, and Superman always gets him to do it. Falls for it every time. All he has to do is say his name backwards <laughs> once, and Superman yeah, always gets him to say it. You're yeah, like, well, the Bob triple skin X Y Z. Triple skin. You know? goes, no, it's triple skin. And they go, wait, wait, or something like that. that. And then he, every time he says it, and you're like, this is such a dumb fucking character. <laughs> Oh yeah. I yeah. can defeat everything in the yeah, entire he's, he's universe. Like the only guy but I will DC say triple skin defeat Superman all the Superman time. Superman always gets him before triple he defeats, skin. before he's like, "Okay, so I'm going to evaporate you Superman and you won't exist." He gets him to say his name backwards <laughs> three times. Every time. I curse like, foiled again. <laughs> Sean, Sean you're like you're he, mixing up Candyman and like the DC universe. He only has to say it I once. I want to survive it with those meddling kids. He says, "Don't It's triple I can see like a a slow month at the, like the writers meeting and you know they're like what do you got what you got mr <laughs> mr plex is still there you know like <laughs> he's been pushing it all year they're like fucking fine scott go for it you know he's in and the other thing marvel does which i hate is is they turn everything every hero into a pig at some point and they just say <laughs> spider pig like, like an actual pig oh they get yeah. turned into a pig yeah There's, that's uh, funny so i went to the com i went to a comic <laughs> shop over the weekend because saturday was small business day so if there's black friday there's Small Business Saturday. There's Cyber Monday in America. And 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 Saturday I went to a, comic, a local comic book shop, uh, Amazing Fantasy in, uh, uh, I think it's Mokina. Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt. And um, bought a couple comics, a few little pops and toys from my, from my daughter. And as I'm looking through the, the, the shelves, I'm like, oh, Jesus, they've converted another fucking hero into some pig. And I'm like, every <laughs> single... Thor's been a pig. Spider-Man's been a pig. Like, I'm, you know, come on. What's the, what's the, okay, why? You've what's gone deep in a big what's way. A, I have a weird no, what's your fascination with pigs? What's your fascination with pigs, Marvel? Anyways. Um, <laughs> spider pig. Spider pig. Does whatever, whatever spider, spider pig, pig does. does. <laughs> see what I'm talking about? Uh, so, trend did anyone well, see Pulp anything fiction, else? Over there doesn't it's swine. Dion with the pig report. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, this week we... in ham by Dion Calendra. Since we've only got, I a don't few do swine. I feel like we're in the like Des Moines Register right now doing the pig report <laughs> in Iowa. We got to get to transformation. Yeah, we. Have oh God, yeah, yeah. That's a good a half yeah. an hour right there. Transformation. Speaking of we a half should, hour, you guys know a, what I did yesterday for a half hour? <laughs> we need a theme song. Oh, we were there, Dion. Why don't you be, why don't you begin it? <laughs> Does anybody know what I did for a half hour yesterday? Let's let's let you kick it off let's and we'll, let you talk. We'll fill in some stories. We'll, we'll give the listeners uh some uh, some additional perspectives. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of 30 minutes. Color. Yeah. Um, we made some very simple uh, C name request uh, of our our IT IBM friends geniuses. They they needed to essentially add an alias to our network that says if you want to go here, well, guess what? You're going to go there. It's it's very simple. It shouldn't the DNS one hundred one. DNS one hundred one is let's put these in place so that nobody is impacted by the fact that an address or a server may move at some point. We introduce a C name so that you 
don't know we're moving things. That's mm-hmm. the idea. We're mm-hmm. going to do something proactively. So I, you ideally, are not. IT work does not impact the end user. Right. <laughs> this is our plan. Goal on IBM, this is a <laughs> new uh, strategy for them. <laughs> we're, but we're, ideally, the end user doesn't need to know IP addresses changed. <laughs> Got it. Right. <laughs> Nobody needs to know this. Ideal world. I I never need to post a global message saying IP address have changed, but guess what? Uh, They did. And um, I don't know why we don't just do that. We asked for. (laughs) I can do it. It's all right. Everybody should just go to IP addresses. I don't know why (laughs) we guys. What we should do is we should have. A global address book where everybody knows every IP address for the place they want to go. You know what we should actually do? Now that we have the one listenership that is so technical, I could do this joke. One guy. One guy's going to get this joke, Sean. downloads all our software to desktops. We should just do an et cetera host file. (laughs) Nobody uses uses actual domain names here. Oh, God. Yeah. Take IBM out of the equation. Put a host file down there. Yeah, opening a ticket to get the host file that gets updated for every machine under WPP. For three hundred thousand people, yeah, that's going to be a challenge. But we know those Casper guys. Sure, we, we do. Yeah, there. Max, we got Max, we got. Um, anyway, least resistance. So, so they did not do it right, Dion. So, anyways, we were being proactive in that we would like to minimize any sort of end user um, downtime in our in our knowledge in our of goal what we're doing of risk mitigation. Yeah, we're we just saying, hey. Risk. We're going to. <laughs> in order to avoid any downtime, here's what we'd like you to sure. do. Meanwhile, everything was grinded to a fucking halt with a downtime of about 24 hours because the small change we asked for was not implemented properly. To be fair, no one group was down for 24 hours. That's so let's, true. let's be clear. That's here. true. I mean, as long as North America is up and running, rolling blackouts. We're good. Rolling blackouts. <laughs> You know. Chicago By design. Yeah, some might say. <laughs> yeah. like a New York, Chicago, L.A. We were good. Fuck everybody else. If you guys got problems, oh, well, raise if we a could ticket. jump to it, yeah, because I, I thought the best is so. I'll, thirty we, minutes. We I was work, on the phone we, for thirty we minutes. Work, well, so it was a Monday night. We're all working late to to mitigate this. Basically, defaulting back to IP addresses. Fine, whatever. Everything's back online. Come back in Tuesday. I mean, I was up to 1 a.m. You guys yep. kind of did call it quits a little early, but, you know, I, I, yeah. I was calling still shit up, poop. but I, there, was, yeah. there was nothing yep. uh, more to do. Um, <laughs> the murder over here took care yeah. of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this guy, oh, yeah. I took the hit. Uh, so, anyways, it's come on my timesheet, though. I, and I put those in the day. We, we come yeah. back in the next day. Uh, Dion is on a call where it's supposed to be a call where he's going to, because of the level of the outage, because there are a lot of people who just can't read core systems due to these DNS problems. You're on a call where you're going to be getting <coughs> updates every 15 minutes, right? Well, now, wait a minute. So wait, the call wanna, started wait. with the fact that a very important application didn't work. One application because of the DNS yeah. issues. Okay. So they raised a P1. All right. P1 is the highest you can get. That means everybody gets on the phone. I don't care who you are, and you address this shit. I'm on a P1. I have somebody who is from North America. uh, He's he's communicating to offshore people in a way that— He's IBM. Yes. They're all IBM. Oh, they're all IBM. Okay. And they're all—he is communicating in a way that they understand. Mm -hmm. I don't— 
I don't understand. <laughs> He's using like RBM, IBM jargon and so um, Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah he's speaking. Not to be racist. He's saying something. I understand it. He, they understand him. They don't understand me. <laughs> he was speaking to them in a native tongue. What the, this motherfucker. I did hear Dion say a few times. Secrets I do not understand what you just said. I do not understand we what you just said. Well, we're speaking Indian, sir. <laughs> <laughs> in 25 minutes, Trump. he actually resolves. Trump, motherfucker. <laughs> he resolves. <laughs> he resolves issues in two regions for us, and he's Hangs like, up. "Listen, I perfect. I'm glad you got you got the P1 ticket resolved. You got another region resolved. I will wait for the other three regions to get resolved while you jump on your other call. I really appreciate your help. This has been great." I've spent 25 minutes on this call with you and other IBM people, and we've gotten work done. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to drop off. They'll give you updates every 15 minutes. He hangs up. 20 minutes later. No update. I pop on. (laughs) I unmute because I've been working, talking to other people, and I say – Hey, it you know it's been it's been fifteen twenty minutes. You guys have any updates? And they say, "Oh, uh, uh, so and so, do you have an update? No, so and so, do you have an update? No, so and so, do you have an update? Oh, yeah, one minute. Hang on, one minute. I wait for ten minutes <laughs> in silence <laughs> for the guy who said, "Wait one minute for an update." Just doing, <laughs> and. At about 32 minutes, I say, all right, guys, it's been 32 minutes. Um, how are we doing on updating those other zones and all of the other regions for the DNS? Blah, 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 blah. And I get, yes, uh, we, we everything is good. We will send you an update. And I say, oh, okay. Uh, what, what, what ticket are you going to update? And they go... Um, INC blah blah blah, INC blah blah, INC blah blah, INC blah blah, and they name four tickets that they're gonna update. And I'm like, there's only one ticket that really addresses this issue. Which ticket are you gonna update? And they nobody responded. And then I say, okay, um, why don't you just email me? Why don't you email me your update on where we are right now? And it was dead silence. And I go, and I said at this point, I said. This is what we hear in the room. Here's what here's what you hear in the room. Sean, at this point, what did you hear? You go, I tell you what, I'll get off this call when you tell me my email address. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair to say at this point, Dion did not believe what there must have been a what? You go, tell me my email address. I'm hearing this from the other room. Yeah, too. It, it, so John and I, 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 I am, I am Samuel L. Jackson you, saying, "Say what again, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, I am say what again? Say my name." <laughs> and what's so great about IBM is I later find out is IBM rather than go like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know what? There's a lot of people on this call. I apologize. What's your email address?" They hang up. <laughs> no, they don't even hang up. No. They go, "Oh yeah, we know your email." Oh yeah, it and was M A T T underscore 
Mm, nah. They and spell I'm like, their manager from North America. They thought I was their manager <laughs> on their phone call like, with oh, them. Yeah, and they're like, okay, sorry, Matt. We'll give you a so email. So then he goes like that. He goes, I hear him go, nope, nope. Say my email. <laughs> so then apparently. Say my name, bitch. They start, they start spelling Dan's email. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. What am I thinking about? Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. So Dan, like, no, no. And I look, Dan, it was almost like yeah. you're at a party and you forgot somebody like like a girl's name and she's like you don't know my name what's my name like, oh, come on I know you we're come gonna go back to your place rhymes with Dolores. but first why don't you tell me what but my I, name I've is I've never yeah. been in a business situation like everyone I've ever met in business has enough communication skills to admit there's been yeah. a mistake I'm really like, sorry I, I I'm so listening. sorry I should know that I, I've never just seen anybody go yeah you're Dave right <laughs> Okay, I'm um, sorry. You're so and so. You're Dan. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. And again. then I hear him go, "Who's the manager on this call?" And so it was great hearing what he heard. So I guess some guy. I guess he's like, I really think they're fucking with him. Some guy just like, oh, you know, what? they're like off camera. Like, I'll be the manager. And then I guess some guy goes. <laughs> some guy goes in, in like perfect English. Goes, I'm the manager, and then he goes. My name is Rizzo. And then he hangs up. Dan's like, I haven't heard you speak in a half an hour. Yeah, then we hear Dan go, well, I haven't heard you speak in a half hour. (laughs) You're not managing very well. (laughs) No, and before this, like. I did not understand a word that guy said Dan glossed over a lot, which I think is what Dan was Before he started laying in on these guys, he was on, when the dude who was effective was on from North America. (gasps) Nick. Was great. Dion was not just participating in that car. <laughs> Dion decides to take another call while he's troubleshooting oh, with yeah. us in the office. Was it only the two though? I think there was a third call somewhere in that. Mix. There may have been. I don't know. So Dion is context switching, like talking to one person, giving them kind of. The I have way down I have two live going mics on. going, going that I'm yeah. muting at the and then same going, time. Hang on, hang on one second. I have to go talk to Bob over yeah. here. Hang on, on one guys, second, guys. Guys, I'm unmuting. I'm talking to Bob right. here. What I'm gonna do? I'm we're talking about a criminal. They. Clearly, all think you're on cocaine <laughs> in this meeting. Like it was so he's like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta jump off here. I gotta be right out of it." He would go, "Just say my name loudly. If you need me, say my name loudly. I'll jump right back in. Okay, I'm on three calls. I got a guy behind me. I got a developer behind me. Right? Yeah." You were still being but aware that, of that, say my name loudly. But I mean, I can't even draw a picture of what was happening for those 20 <laughs> minutes. Sean's standing over my shoulder looking at a screenshot of somebody <laughs> who's showing him a configuration file. I'm on one video conference with one guy. I'm on an audio conference with another. I'm switching between microphones and headsets. I, I have live camera feed for one guy. I don't have for another. I'm switching back and forth. Meanwhile, the the, the gentleman who's in, in one of our other uh, co-located companies is like, I've heard everything you said for the past 30 minutes. What the fuck is happening over yeah. there? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm So sorry. the whole point of bringing this up yeah, is... I am who, sorry. You know, if I'm management so sorry. is listening, our budget's going to go up because the cocaine budget has gone up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get shit done. We eat eight balls yeah. every week. The coffee well, machine wasn't and, cutting and it. No. And I'm sorry. To be a little serious here... We were promised we would get creme de la creme <laughs> IBM expertise and competence, and we have gotten just the opposite. Oh, God. Yeah. God. We have That's gotten totally true. promised that. Um, when did I miss that promise? Cause that was early on <laughs> with, a, like three years uh, ago? with a man whose name's initials are RD. Oh yeah, yeah, we know. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, know, this know, is what we were supposed to get. Sure, sure. And sure, this sure. has not happened. Sure. It just in, in as a matter of fact, the opposite has happened. 
Yeah, and we, I, we I don't think the creme de la creme team exists. You know, that, that's what yeah. I think is so well, funny about or, this Well, or or did it go to those who went but before we us? About, we yeah. talked about this the other day. So we were we when all of, certain people, as we started this process, thought that once we got going with them, and we were talking to like the leads who were going to like participate in this as as people were being rebranded, and we had this this vision of okay so you know these 12 people that support our things today tomorrow they are going to be ibm people and there will be this layer of ibm management above them this group that understands how this works they're going to be dropped it parachuted in those are those very smart people they've been through this before they just came off an engagement where they trained all of these people and and ramped them up for the last two years and got them going so they're just going to be dropped in and all those 12 guys that were us and are now ibm are going to be you know taught this is how it works this is what you do these are the tools that you're going to have and they're going to oversee what happens that group never materialized did they get fired that that team yeah. above RA. Yep. our people are never going to yeah and that's the other thing the 12 became three and you go, all right, so you didn't bring in expertise. You you converted the people that did their jobs Pilfer. before. You're giving them new tools. You're giving them new direction. You're giving them a totally different culture. And then you're laying off 70% of them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's going to work. Brilliant. Good job. <laughs> yeah, and when our former... Network team. Why did you make this serious again? God, I'm sorry. We and when our former on. network team said, <laughs> "You are severely understaffed for the size of your your organization," and now we're severely, severely understaffed for the size of our. Organization. I think we should go back to movies. Well, no, no, this conversation. I will say. So, well, here's one what? funny, another DC funny comics. anecdote though. In transformation, is th they're so clueless on IBM. What's hilarious is that. I, I don't know if they search us by titles. They'll, they'll, they'll try and get a toehold in oh somewhere. God. What the fuck did they do with you guys last week? For so so this one guy. I wasn't here for this. Me. So we've never managed our AD environment. Our group that was always done by a previous <laughs> I was uh, sister company that then was all active directory story. Um, so like I don't even like I couldn't even solve this guy's problem. Like there's times where I can solve a problem and I might say you have to contact IBM for political reasons, but like this is a problem I can't even. I'm like. Well, first of all, he calls me. He's like, yeah, I, I can't remote. He goes, I can't remote desktop into this computer. And I'm like, well, are you um, part of the remote desktop group? And, and he's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, you know, well, and I, and I explain it. And uh, he's like, can you add me? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know what that computer is. I, I don't have administration access. I, I, I don't have some God account, you know. Um, he goes, who does? I'm like, I don't know. And I, I give him uh, two of the old guys that used to be part of that group that were then hired by IBM. I'm like, this is who I would contact. But what's funny is, I guess he contact, you know, my boss, basically. Uh, I think I can use his first name because he's been on the podcast, Aaron. So he got to me after he contacted Aaron. And he's like, hey, I can't get into the And he just does the same thing. Can't get into this computer. And Aaron goes, 
how'd you get my name? <laughs> Never replies back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he totally ignored that. Savvy. <laughs> Which I find hilarious. The jig is up. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll move on to the next guy. <laughs> well, that, that was part of the story that, that Dion didn't share when he was in that conversation. They were making a little bit of progress, and then all of a sudden the team that was supposed to be, they were challenged. They were asked one question Oh, yeah, many, that's right. And they hung up. They yeah, literally they hung up on him. The call. Yeah. yeah, there was there was like, why was the C name deleted? And the group, you just hear, Windows administration has left the call. <laughs> then late yesterday, Dion gets a call. Uh, he is like, hello. He's like, I hear Dion go, y- you calling me for an update on my ticket? I, I don't give updates on my ticket. You should be giving me an update on the ticket. <laughs> it is your responsibility. I'm the me. one who knocks. Yeah. <laughs> you, should give, you should be giving me an update on the ticket. Not oh, me. Man. That's great. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, back back to that funny. first thing that we were talking about with Dion. I just, there was one point where he summarized it all, and I think it was like just after he figured out they had no idea what the fuck he, you know, he was talking about. And he's like, uh, basically, okay, so you're going to tell me you don't have a ticket number, you don't know who I am, and w- what have you been doing for the last 35 minutes as we've been on this call? And there was just like, I just, I was like about to cry for them internally. Just, <laughs> I don't know what they were feeling, but it just must have been. I mean, obviously it's their fault, and this is like a serious issue, but just got being on the other end of that. Yeah, yeah, I was hearing it from <laughs> the other room going, oh shit. <laughs> oh, I'm not going shit. in there. Right. It's me- it's melting down in there. Yeah. And it's oh. good that Deanna's so tenacious about an important issue, but Jesus Christ, as a human to human, would not want to be on the other end of I that don't heat. think they care. I, I, I think that's part of the reason why they're there. Yeah. It's like <laughs> our, our job is, it, it, it's almost like we're a bulletproof vest, okay? We just absorb <laughs> that heat. That's why they churn through people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just <clears> absorb it. I know, can't take fine. it anymore. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm off to do IRS scams. <laughs> Wish me well. <laughs> Working some AS 400s. So um, uh, there were some. I'm going to turn a corner. There were some um, unique amusement parks shared recently. Did you guys see this nope. hot tub roller coaster? I did see so that. One in of Japan, our listeners. Was it? Yes, yeah. from Japan. There's this roller coaster that's a hot tub. How does it work upside down? I have no. I can't imagine what? it goes upside down. Yeah, I wouldn't think chair? right. I can't imagine, but maybe it does. Is this the one that froze a bunch of fish? No, in no, the that's different. That's, ice rink? Rink. that's <laughs> an ice rink. Okay, totally different. All right, totally different. But uh, would you ride a roller coaster that was like literally a hot tub? I might. You I, might. I, <laughs> I might do that. That's I'd try that. Right. That's, that's, really, that's really a roller coaster. I might. Like a, like a like a little train ride though. Well, I want it to be a roller coaster. I want like. You want it to be going at at breakneck speed. At speed, and, yes, yeah. yes. I want to mm-hmm. experience yeah. that at whatever 100 degrees temperature. Oh, so the whole park, you're basically in like a bathrobe. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah, very bizarre. Very bizarre. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But that led me back to something I saw a while ago, which is Brazil is opening this erotica park. Mm. <laughs> so I I I actually clicked the link at work. Which oh, I could get fired now, and read the article. It, that's really interesting. They're like they are building, yeah, a, a sex park. Mm. That they're going to have sex themed rides, and orange. The, you know, <laughs> they they are they are. Are we are we orange? Orange, <laughs> orange. <laughs> Need adult. Orange. But in Brazil, that is normal. 
<laughs> well, there was yeah. some count. There was some city councilman. It, you know, Elisa said it's normal. I don't think it's normal because a city councilman is going. Do we really want to be known as like the town that does this? Is you, this yes? What we're you want to be known as hashtag <clears throat> sex park. So, yeah. so, so I read. I read the article, and they're they're very like safe sex aware. Right. They're saying. But condoms sex isn't allowed condoms. at the park, though. Wrap it up. They have hotels around the park. No, there's a sex playground. No, it's, it said no sex is allowed at the park. Huh. You can't do it at the park. Well, maybe I was reading a different thing than you were reading. I, I read your article. Yeah. It was oh, in the wow. same article. Yeah. Erotic sculpture park, genitalia-shaped rides, a museum, and a snack bar serving aphrodisiac... Aphrodisiac... Yeah. Step aside, Disney. There may be a happiest place on earth. It was announced today that Brazil is opening a sex-themed amusement park. Called yes. Like right there in that article, it Erotica says. Erotica land. Sex is not allowed. If you want to do it, go to your one of the uh, motels on the... It's about sex, but it's not a place for you to have sex. Yes. Really? I don't think I would ever go, but I appreciate There's the sex a sex playground. Tape. I mean... There's a what sex shop. Mean? So what is a sex playground? There's an erotica games sex. palace. There's a Cinema 7D. There's well, I, a... I, I, this is the most expensive, <laughs> most expensive foreplay I've ever heard of. What's this? Yeah. Uh, say, this say this out loud. What's this? No, say it in fucking Spanish. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Westworld. I don't need parking. It's so stupid when I say it. You need to say it. No. Come on. What's this one? Cinema 7D. Oh yeah, there it is. So not uh, sex is not really allowed. Yeah, <sighs> it's a big tease. It's a big tease. Uh, oh, lunch. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's not in the butt. I have no idea what a sex playground would nope, be. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be like a Sybaris on the uh, <laughs> by the hour on Sybaris. <laughs> so I think there's a big red ball in the middle of of sex playground. Yeah. Uh, so you so, get aroused riding the rides, and then you go off campus to yeah. do what you want to do. So you need extra the, if you saw the if you saw the you roller coaster with the hot tub, got it. So I don't know, like there's there's <laughs> uh, water parks, uh, water rides. Sorry, at these theme parks, <coughs> and this is a literal roller coaster that has a hot tub that you sit in. I'm thinking that they need one of those group. Rides, you know, where there's like eight people in a circular thing that goes like down a the, hot tub. the oh, yeah. roaring rapids totally. thing. Yeah. That would be like Naked? a real hot tub. That that should be at this park. That belongs at Erotica Land, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to. So you're saying Wild Rapids? Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. So uh, the ride where you know you really get wet. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Red. When I was in Brazil, yeah. uh, girls were very, uh, were dressed very with shorts and they didn't care. And you, uh, I, I was in a social forum event and people get partners and couples very easily and get parties and things were so normal. So, I think it's... It's going to happen at this park. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. are you saying? It's, it's a normal <coughs> thing, it. and they it's like an addition of what they already have. It's, it's not 
something uh, They're just acknowledging it in a more public way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are allowed to drink uh, alcohol, very, very hot uh, beverage in the streets. Ah. And they, they are allowed to do many things in the streets. So this park is like an addition to what uh, they already have. I think. Speaking of hot, hot beverages, how's that uh, whiskey that you've been sipping on for an hour? Very nice. I don't <laughs> want to finish it because I want to enjoy it, not oh. because it's too hot. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Very nice. She's been drinking Very nice. else as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, your gasoline. How was the gasoline? How's the gasolina? Please stop referring to it as gasoline. <laughs> gasolina. Uh, I, I like it. Just oh. because it's my last day, I I want to. <laughs> so happy! I don't want to burn I, bridges. Oh, she gets to go home <laughs> with gasoline in a couple of days. She's I'm so drinki- happy. I'm drinking everything that is near me. So <laughs> 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 I give wow. a shot and well done. It didn't it didn't br- uh, burn my throat, so I think it's not that bad. Nice. So um, we should probably think about winding Nope, we down. got so many stories. What this else do you have? This is the two-hour podcast, remember? What else do you have, Dion? Oh, so many stories, but he's got nothing else. What What was this first days in IT? Or I, you know, I don't know what that was. I was going to ask about uh, the Netflix is now offering... The ability Off, to offline. download. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Right? Yeah. That's very good. What, what are you doing? Deanna always wants to play something that I can't it's hear it gasoline. over here. Your mic's not going to get it. It's just gasolina. Um, <laughs> so there were a few stories that came up. Um, there were four uh, stories that go back in time, uh, early days of uh, d- WWIT. Um, <clears throat> uh, Elisa never heard the story of how I got into computers. And then she told me her story of how she got into computers. And I thought we we shared a similar story um it's a little nerdy but essentially each of us got a, one of our first computers from for for kind of like a present and within 24 hours we both destroyed our first computer we fucked that shit up so bad that we had to learn how to fix it like overnight like yeah. the whole restore a computer in like read the manual, figure out how to restore a computer, throw twenty eight different floppy disks into a computer <laughs> to restore it. I sweat the most in my life <laughs> when I format C dot uh, column enter and yes. I say, Oh fuck <laughs> I don't have anything else. I have to restore everything before my father realized that I destroyed the computer. And and, and <laughs> And Elisa and I share a very similar story in that my Commodore 64, which was similar situation, mm-hmm. I formatted it pretty much and had to restore it before morning. And I was up for a couple hours learning how to do that. And that was my introduction to computer IT support. So we, we shared the same a similar story, and that's yeah, how we got into your computers. Your story is more interesting because your story is related to lottery and giving money. And oh well, so so that's how I restored my first computer, and that was that was that was my home computer story. But my first com- my first ever actual computer, um, uh, how I interacted with computers for the first time was um, in the early '80s in Illinois, in the United States. Mm-hmm. 
we had lottery machines where you could go to a store and purchase a lottery ticket for uh, to gamble on picking three numbers or four numbers or six numbers. And the machines were issued out to different stores. So you would punch in your numbers, you would transmit, it would print out a ticket, and that was your copy of your receipt for your, your lottery number. So these machines were very new in the early 80s. And at about seven or eight years old, I worked at my dad's liquor store where he sold lottery tickets. So, and and this is, I mean, we're going back to the early 1980s. I, at about seven or eight years old, was literally typing in lottery tickets on one of the first, essentially, computers that were out there. And because people were very... Uh, I'm sure that's against the law. I'm sure it was against the law at the time. <laughs> but uh, because people were very kind of like um, uh, uh, superstitious, they thought having a kid type in their numbers was good luck. Mm. They had essentially this this child prodigy <laughs> who was and these are not terms I I'm coining. This prodigy. is what they would say. It's all it's it's Many the humility. Are saying. It's the humility. <laughs> this child you know, prodigy. Donald Trump's son is 10 and he's a wizard with computers. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, it's not I don't want to be Many related to Baron saying. Trump in any way. However, the the child prodigy was typing in lottery numbers <laughs> in the early 80s. There were lines around the store to to have me punch in their numbers on the weekends. So it was all Dion. This is a very true story. I'm not making it up. There's no hyperbole. This is a true statement. <laughs> and Jim Fuhrer came in. There were lines 50 to 100 people deep to get lottery tickets punched in by me over the weekends. And... I would punch them in. I would. I would be very. I would be very quick. They'd get their numbers. Is it because no you're mistakes. so slow. They'll and back then, up. And then I learned how to count money very fast. It's why you guys make me do fucking tip every day at fucking lunch. You assholes. not today though. But no, I did fine today. No. Move yes. Along. Move along. Yes, I did fine today. No. Yes, I did. I Just still move did along. fine. Stop challenging him. Do not <laughs> challenge me. Who's at the door? What the fuck? Sean. Bye, Sean. <laughs> so my so my first interaction with the computer was was punching in lottery tickets and earning money and learning how to count back and and be a cashier and that was my first interaction but my first home computer experience was completely blowing it up and having to fix it within you know an overnight session so that was that was kind of my my introduction to computers, how I got into IT, and how I wanted to be technical, and then the rest is history. I think so. I think this I think this is a good segment. I, I don't think we need to go through everyone today, but I think this is a good segment that we. How'd all, you get into this? Hey, yeah, how'd you get into yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. so that's so mine. We got, we got Dion, and, so we got a little bit of Elise's. Maybe maybe there's more. Yeah, but so, we can say my, mine was porn. Just to throw it out. There. Oh, <laughs> shit. Nice. Very well. Thank you, Gavin. I'll second that. Yeah, yeah, in, sure. yeah, me too. in search of the highest quality porn on the internet, I learned technology and computers. Yeah, right. Search engines and uh, installing codecs and plugins. And I'm all, I'm all yeah, for this sure. segment. And, yeah, it's a cool, cool segment. <laughs> Gavin, you, you you know can share whatever. All right, all right, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. We're deep. We're pretty no, no, deep no, right no. now. Whatever whatever knowledge you have, I, I don't want him to share right now. I want yeah. him to share with us. Oh yeah, after yeah, the podcast, he's got oh, yeah. some stuff to share. All right. Um, so that that was that. The only other story I was going to bring up from days past, which John made me mention this week in room, which everybody's like, "What are you What are you talking about, Tech TV? What, what do you mean, Tech TV?" Yeah. So we had a uh, another. Uh, 
colleague from a sister company come over, yep. uh, female, and I said, Dion, do not mention tech TV. <laughs> <laughs> So what what happened was uh, <laughs> what had happened that. was yes uh, ten years ago oh more than that more than that fifteen than that. years ago so John, John you share this one yeah so fifteen years ago probably our office was in a high rise so we had to take two elevators down so we took an elevator down transferred to another elevator and a uh, bunch of advertising companies in the building so uh, we got in the elevator and Dion and I are standing there. A bunch of us. A bunch of us. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all these very attractive <laughs> advertising ladies get on the elevator. And Dion, the first thing he says is like, hey, John, do you see Tech TV last night? <laughs> and I, 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 I try to Dick's ignore day. him. I, I, Shut I, up, nerd. I don't know I, you. I try yeah. to, I try uh, to ignore him. John? It's like, my name's not John. I'm not John. <laughs> <laughs> but he kept, he kept on going on about the Tech TV last night. He's like... Yeah, it was great. They did this the segment on you know the new processors. It was awesome. I was like, Dion, I don't, I don't know you." <laughs> In an elevator, which then became very like quiet and silent, yeah, and totally you know, like, quiet. awkward. And I'm like, "Okay, sorry, just trying to like talk to you about technology." And, no, you, know. you don't talk tech TV with a uh, good looking. And, and at that time, we we're both single, so we're we're both like not married, so. No, but that harkens back to, you know, Dan and I had an experience where we were, uh, this was, you know, we were on a weekend enjoying the beach, right? Mm -hmm. And so a group of us went to the beach and we were having a good time and, you know, playing, drinking, football on the beach, swimming, enjoying ourselves. And this totally amazing bikini clad girl comes up to Dan. And asks him, hey, are you one of the Meeks? As in this, this family down the street was named the Meeks. And Dan's like, no, no, not. And he comes back and we're like, what the hell was that? And he goes, oh, she asked me if I was one of the Meeks. And we're all like, holy shit, yes, fuck yeah, you're the Meeks. When you're asked you're one of the Meeks, you say yes. <laughs> it was the same situation. Yes. Totally blew it. Uh. Yeah, but what is the problem if uh, he asks about tech TV? Uh, maybe mm. nerd alert. Um, no. This was this was before any females any females were actually in technology. Yeah, I this think. was uh, years years and years ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, she wasn't. She wasn't. God, really I was time. totally she hitting on Mary Lynn at the time. <laughs> totally hitting on her <laughs> with my tech TV talk. Yes. Um, no, it was, it was pre anybody ever thought technology was cool. Sorry. I still don't think yeah. it's cool, by the way. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's not cool. No. Well, it, this has been the Worldwide IT guys. I think we should wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. We will tune in and uh, next time to find out how Dan got into oh, technology. Oh my yeah. God um, damn. Let's save so 35 minutes for that one. We'll, we'll wow. bring that back. Oh, I did it. You know what? You know, next time, remind me, I got a follow-up. It's not as good, but I got a follow-up from Mrs. Shelby Masturbates. Ooh. So, oh, all right. so yeah. I will bring that up next Ooh, week. Ooh, teaser. A little tease for next oh, week. I'm and bad. we'll never hear from Elisa again. Say goodbye, yeah. everybody. Uh, have a great, great, great holiday, everyone. Uh, very nice uh, New Year's Eve. And 
congrats, Leo, for your 18 years in congrats, this company. Congrats, Leo. Congrats. Yes, yes. A, Good say call. Say it all in uh, Spanish, though. So I admire you. Say it in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, you admire him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Te admiro mucho por estar en esta compañía tanto tiempo. There you go. All right. As a Lebanese, oh, I'm beautiful. sure he'd heard yeah. and exactly. translated all of that. Um, Congrats. <laughs> thanks all for listening. And although if you're not listening now, you will be soon. Check us again on the uh, www.itguys.com <laughs> uh, and at Worldwide IT Guys on Instagram and Twitter. Is that all? Facebook? Facebook? Yes. Enjoy. Take Later. it easy. <laughs> Bye, guys. I do Instagram and Twitter. What is what the there's a that Facebook page. You don't know there's a Facebook page. You don't have to do anything. It's a place where they can find us and oh, actually. I don't update that thing. You don't have to. I you don't have to. I didn't ask you to do anything. I asked them to do something.